Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Father Greg, with an episode for Sunday, April 17th, 2022, as we celebrate Easter Sunday. Let me start off by wishing you a very happy Easter. May it be a season filled with joyful surprises. Let's turn our attention to the Easter story found in Luke's Gospel. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and ointments. On the Sabbath they rested according to the commandment. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified, and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them like an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of Christ May I speak to you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, once again, Happy Easter, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. A few days ago, I was sitting at my computer and heard the familiar ping of an incoming email. It was a message from a friend of a friend, and I haven't heard from her in quite a while. She was asking for help to plan a surprise birthday party for our mutual friend. There was talk about how we might get our friend out of the house and to the party without alerting him to what was really going to happen. Upon our arrival, the other guests would leap out from their hiding spots yelling, Surprise! I thought it was a kind gesture, but I must admit that it left me scratching my head. I've been friends with the person in question for over 30 years, and he doesn't really strike me as the surprise party kind of guy. As I thought about it, I began to wonder who would really wind up getting the surprise in this scenario. Would it be the guest of honor or the host? The truth is that we all react differently to surprises, and even those of us who think that we respond well to surprises would likely have to admit that it depends on the type of surprise. There's a big difference between a surprise birthday party and discovering that you have a flat tire when you're on your way to something important. Today, millions of people around the world are celebrating Easter, and it's a story that's absolutely jam-packed with surprises. 
Our gospel reading opens by describing some of Jesus' disciples making their way to the tomb where Jesus had been buried. They had prepared ointments and spices and were planning to anoint Jesus' body. New Testament professor Holly Heron describes the scene this way. And when the women entered the tomb, they did not find the body of Jesus. The reality the women expected is not the reality that they encountered. The incongruity, says Luke, leaves them perplexed. Not dismayed, not angry or vexed, perplexed and at a loss to make sense of the disconnection between their expectations and what they find. To be fair, they had seen Jesus' lifeless body removed from the cross and laid in that specific tomb, and then sealed shut with a boulder. It was not unreasonable for them to expect to find Jesus where they had last seen him, and yet he was gone. However, they met two very alive men, dressed in dazzling clothes, standing in Jesus' tomb. The two men challenged the women, asking them why they were looking for Jesus among the dead. The two men go on to remind the ladies that Jesus had predicted that he would eventually be betrayed, crucified, and then rise on the third day. Luke goes on to tell us that the women then fled the tomb, found the eleven remaining disciples, and told them what had happened. The eleven had a hard time believing what they had been told, so much so that Peter gets up and goes to look for himself. It's only after he looks for himself that it really begins to sink in. The scene closes when Peter arrived at the tomb, saw the linen cloths by themselves, then went home amazed at what had happened. As surprised as the disciples may have been, there's a sense in which they should have expected the unexpected. After all, this was Jesus. As the two men at the tomb reminded the ladies, he had predicted all of this. That was part of it, but there's more to it than Jesus' prediction. On at least two occasions, either some or all of the disciples had heard a voice from heaven declaring Jesus to be the Son of God. Also, Jesus taught like no one that they had ever heard before. He fed a hillside full of people with the smallest portion of food. He walked to them through a storm and commanded the ocean to be still. They had seen him cure the sick and even raise the dead. And yet somehow, they were still reluctant to believe the report that he was no longer in the tomb. Luke's account of that first Easter morning offers us a few important takeaways. The first Easter gift that we can unwrap is the gift of a role model. Not in the form of Jesus' reluctant male disciples, but rather in the form of Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other unnamed women who accompanied them. Not only were they the first to the tomb, but they were the first to tell the rest of the world about the resurrected Jesus. Dr. Lucy Hogan puts it this way, We need to take our encouragement and follow the example of that excited crowd of women. 
They burst into that locked room telling everything to their friends. They didn't care about the looks on the faces of their listeners. They didn't wait for a chorus of, Jesus Christ is risen today. They had amazing news that they had to share, even if those in the room thought it was an idle tale. It was on that first Easter that Mary Magdalene became known as the Apostle to the Apostles. She and her companions offer us an example of adaptability and courage that allow them to be the first to proclaim what is arguably Jesus' greatest miracle of all, the victory over the grave. But Luke's account of Jesus' resurrection is more than a simple history lesson. Mary Magdalene and her companions went to the tomb expecting to find a body in a rock-sealed tomb. They were expecting to anoint his body with spices as one last act for their dead friend and teacher. We see Peter and the others struggle to reconcile their expectations to the reality of an empty tomb. But make no mistake, you and I have our expectations too. By telling us the story in the way that he did, Luke invites us to examine what it is that we expect from God. His account of Jesus' resurrection invites us to examine how we respond not only to surprises, but how we respond to God. This year, as we celebrate Christ's resurrection, may we each have our expectations challenged and may we each be pleasantly surprised by an encounter with the resurrected Christ. Amen. Amen.